Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I'm responding to Fatima's uh, question um, relating to the client that I referred to in my das on Saturday. Um, frankly, I, I mean, I don't know what the client did uh, because um, I had that conversation on Thursday afternoon and then I got into a plane and flew to Sweden. So I, I don't know what's happened there since. Um, I, I did get a sense that the conversation we had did clarify things for the person. So um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not entirely sure what they did, but at least their mind was clear about the criteria whereby they should have that, uh, that engagement. I would like to say something about the intent to change people. Because um, there's, um, it causes us great misery if we attempt to change other people. I mean, you know, there's, fundamentally there's a disrespect involved in this. Because actually every human being has an autonomous will like yours. And insofar as that person is going to change, it is because they themselves decide to change. And you can't own somebody else's will. But you can, you can act in such a way that the person carries the consequences of their will, which um, I think that's the appropriate thing to do. Um, uh, you know, fundamentally, uh, you know, people change by law and they change because they decide to. Um, uh, it's the same logic as we have with the issue of dawah. It is your job to deliver the message whether somebody else follows it or not is entirely their affair. If you have this view, uh, your life becomes immensely richer and immensely lighter. So much of our suffering is rooted in the presumption that we somehow can, should, or are able to change somebody else's, uh, somebody else. Fundamentally, you're dealing, you, you may not arrogate that to yourself. This path is about minding your own business. Minding your own business in the first instance means you leave somebody else's will with them and you take accountability for your own. Taking accountability for your own means you do what is appropriate in the moment that you're in with a disregard for the outcome. You don't do things for expedient reasons. You don't do things to manage outcomes. You do things because in your view, they're the right thing to do. Now, sometimes you do things that in your view are the right thing to do that in hindsight turns out not to be the right thing well, that's fine because then you've learned. Um, we're not here to be perfect, we're here to learn. But the fundamental rule of this path is that this path is learning how to live unconditionally. Living unconditionally means we don't have a conditional motive for what we do. And, you know, and what one has to understand about conditional motives is that they have two guises. First of all, there's a malevolent conditional motive, which is purely about pursuing your own self-interest. And then there's a benign conditional motive, which is about making, making, you know, changing the world for the betterment of the other. Um, the, the second one, in fact, is probably more dangerous than the first. Because uh, if you look at any monstrous sort of uh, uh, brutality that's happened in the world, it is always because somebody has done something dramatic for some utopian end. Um, you know, as soon as you start doing something to get an outcome, the, the more benign you define the outcome to be, the more license you give yourself to behave in outrageous ways because the end will always justify the means. Our path is about recognizing that the ends never justify the means. 
You know, you do things to do them well. You don't do things to produce an outcome. Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum.